0: welcome to another episode of the Thatso so Region podcast. I am your host, Dan Reardon, night Editor of the Times of in Northwest Indiana, and lucky co-worker of a 20 Under 40 recipient, but uh, we will get to that later. Speaking of which, sitting to my left is...
1: Laura Lane. I am the worst bowler at the Times, at least that's what I think, and the digital news director.
2: And with us as always... Uh, Joseph S. Pete, the actual worst bowler at the, times, <laughs> the Um an epic failure, a never do well, and a recent judge at a poetry contest at La Lumière in Laporte. I'll
1: get back to you tonight on that bowling. <laughs> well, you know, I, I am
2: the king of gutter balls. So I am terrible. <laughs> I don't it. know.
0: This, this almost sounds like we have to do a live <laughs> That's a Region podcast at a bowling alley. Uh, if any bowling you alleys would like on to sponsor tonight, us, yeah. <laughs> bad bowling uh, we could do like a, a That's the Region meetup and bowl and find <laughs> out, get to the bottom, who is the worst bowler? Is it Joseph Pete? Is it Laura Lane?
2: Bowling is so central to the region, though, that like Cal College and a lot of the other universities have like bowling teams. Right. Yeah. And they're actually among the best in the country because it's yeah. like. It's just been part of the cl- I mean, uh, culture for a long time. My handicap
1: is among the best if you're counting how high it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know the thing
0: too is, is our own not to be a relentless shill, but uh, even the times uh, our, our our bowling tournament we do brings out, I mean, bowlers from everywhere to uh, compete. So. Um, well, we're back after a mini hiatus. Uh, that's Joseph's phone.
2: Uh, I'll be sure to edit that out that, later. That's a little, that little Easter egg. Uh, Keep it, Joseph. So, um,
0: I most feel like we should be playing like a funeral dirge or something like that. Gaties. Ice cream. Chocolate. Childhood.
1: How am I going to get over this Day. loss without Val- the help Valentine's of
0: chocolate? Uh, Laura, you took this one especially hard. Uh, Gaties has closed for... Good. After almost a hundred years in business, um, how are you holding up?
1: It's hard. I, I don't have their chocolate to help me through this dark time in my life. <laughs> I,
0: it's, it's really sad.
1: Election day is
0: just days away, and you don't have a way to, you know, uh, stress eat about. I, that. I
1: know it's it's really depressing. I mean. Gaties, I just I want their ice cream. I, I want it more now than I've ever wanted it before.
0: Because you can't have because it. Because
1: I can't have it. <laughs>
0: Joseph, give us a rundown. <sighs> what uh, this story sort of uh, had a diff- few different angles at first. We thought they might have just been closed for remodeling, but uh, you came to find out that uh, no, this is uh, it's it's final act.
2: Yeah, they put out signs saying they were closed for remodeling, but um, there was no. I drive by and there was no apparent like remodeling going on. It was just you know just look just looked closed. And then I got some calls from some people saying that, oh, you know, they're, they're, all these people, they went bankrupt a couple of years ago and people were calling to say that, you know, they weren't repaying these loans and so forth. that They kept them like afloat and kept them in business. And then so I kept trying to reach out to the owners. I would leave messages and reach out to them on Facebook and other channels. And eventually after a couple of days, they finally posted something to their Facebook saying that they're closed after 98 years um, opening in South Chicago. It's very unfortunate. It's a beloved institution, especially the one in Lansing, where it was a big draw. Like, you always see families in there. It was one of the few places, like, kids could go and hang out that wasn't a bar. So it was, like, an integral part to people's childhoods. I lived there in high school. (laughs) It was, um, and it's, like, such a staple. Because if you're going to go to, you know, around here – if you're going to go, like, for Valentine's Day, you got to get the good stuff. You can't get, like, right. Fannie Mae or, you know, Char- the Charles Stover stuff or whatever. If you get the Stover stuff at Walgreens, no, no. Just, uh, you got to go directly. It was a little pricey. That's the one thing people always used to complain about. Like, the chocolate there was pretty expensive, but it was good. It was really good. That's right. why it was... And
1: I would always tell people a way around that is to order their ice cream sundaes to go because you get it in an enormous styrofoam container, and... You just got, like, more for your money for it. I was telling someone that just a couple of days before we found out they were closed for goods. Sounds so. like
0: Laura made her own murderer. I, I t- she, <laughs> she, she, they actually closed because I knew how to get around their prices. <laughs> Laura Lane uh, game the system that eventually cost Gades its... Uh,
1: I'm sorry, rest in peace, Gaties, I miss you, come back.
2: It's like a third generation family business, but it just yeah. ran into trouble in the last couple of years, like they expanded the franchise to share, they moved around a lot, right. originally, but then they ended up in, they've been in Lansing for a while, since at least the early 2000s. Yeah, 2003. Yeah, and then they, um, they opened the share of a one, but the guy who had run it, uh, he just like, quit on them, basically, and they were gonna like, close it for good, but then the issue was they were still on the hook for like a long-term lease, so they decided to bite the bullet and reopen that one. And then a couple of years later, they ended up in bankruptcy. It wasn't for sure if they'd make it out or not. But you know, they got some loans, they reopened, and unfortunately now uh, they are closed again and for good. Um, but they were they were a re- really beloved institution. A lot of people. They were just a staple. Because it was also... It was like a classy gift. It was always... You could always rely on them anytime you needed, like, a holiday gift or something, like Christmas or whatever. Because right. the packaging was, like, sumptuous. It was superlative. Everything looked, like, really nice. The chocolate was really yeah. good. But it looked like, you know, it wasn't, like, some last-minute, like, thing you grab at CVS or whatever. Right. It was, like, quality. Like, you know. And it was... Th- that'll be... It definitely was a void. I mean, you have Albanese. You have uh, many other candy companies here. But they were... They just filled that, like... You know, they were selling their stuff at the downtown um, downtown Chicago hotels. It really, like the Ritz-Carlton and stuff were yeah. carrying them. They were like a really just high caliber product they were putting out.
1: I just know that no banana split will ever be the same again mm-hmm. after gatie's being closed. Everyone loved their chocolates, but man, those Sundays there.
0: <laughs> well, you know, if so if you're out and about, I know it's getting colder out, but if you're having some ice cream or, you know, a frosty or whatever, Pour one out for Gaddy's. I gotta say, me. it's the ice cream
2: apocalypse for Lansing, too, because it was Dairyville and yeah. Gaddy's. This is like, oh, uh, Where will the people of Lansing get their sweet, cold ice cream? We,
1: we have a Dairy Queen left. <laughs> There's a Dairy Queen. <laughs> but I mean, the Dairyville now is a pizza joint, so.
0: Yeah, do you think this is sort of a, a, a response to sort of change in consumer habits, or what, what, what do you think this might be? Do you think, I mean, I, I, I mean, I can't imagine less people are eating ice cream, maybe less
2: often. Yeah, to some, it, the, 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 people are more health conscious, but I don't think the vo- overall volume has kind of gone down. I mean, it's I so, run,
1: so I can't eat. That's ice
2: exactly cream, right? yeah. yeah I think a lot <laughs> of people are like that.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Because the, there, more sweet places are opening. There's a new ice cream place that's going to open in Cherryville pretty soon. There's the Nothing Bundt Cake that's opening there. Like these things, nothing
1: buns cake is top notch.
2: (laughs) They're opening like all these niche sweet places, and it's not. I I don't, you know. It's just sometimes it's very hard to stay in business for like a hundred years. It's very difficult over that period of time, even when people have great memories of you, and then they just kind of take you for granted. They don't go as much as they once did, and then you know you'd see like Phil Smith's was almost like empty for a long time near the end. But when they announced their closing, it was lines down the block for like weeks. And then it's like everybody just wants the one last taste of the Lake Birch or whatever. Well, I was
0: being kind of a bit of a curmudgeon of that with Gates because when the when the news came out, everyone in the newsroom was like, "Oh, I wish we should go there." It's like, well, if you had thought of that before. Yeah, maybe they wouldn't have to close. Well, the they is they I'm sorry,
1: Gaties. forgive me, forgive me, Lands.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is the most emotional episode I've <laughs> had <laughs> to date. Of, I, I said right. I should have brought Kleenex have have, in have, here today.
1: We're, we're, we're
0: gonna have to have like an after
2: show where we sort of unpack. All I these need things. a
1: personal day to yeah.
2: so recover from this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the thing is, though, too, it's like they could have made a bundle though if they announced hey, we're closing in a month. They would've sold out everything yeah. they had. They could I don't know I'm not sure what the circumstances were, but it like there was a lot of pent up demand where they would have been packed. To yeah. the Raptors, yeah. if they, they a, made bank on if that, they announced sure. in advance and then, then it just abruptly, and then, then not close
1: because they'd make all the money. That right, do it, it it like
0: it's like almost like the, uh, the the old rock band thing where like this is our last tour ever. So yep. <laughs> like, well, we'll be on tour again next summer. Now <laughs> the, or, the who have been breaking up for thirty five years at this point. Yeah, yeah, or those
2: rug places like to do that too sometimes, where it'll be going out of business sale for like thirty years. Right. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They a actually walk.
1: open with the going out of
0: business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, we're all going out of business <laughs> in, in sort of the macro sense. So, uh, you but know. we don't have ice cream and chocolate anymore. I know. It's, it's a bummer. I mean, this. it's a legit bummer, you know. <sighs> but uh, speaking of something that's not really it's, – it's kind of dark. It's not a bummer. It's a wedding, so it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, on Halloween, uh, we had a couple of young kids, I don't know, I don't know if they're kids or not, but, uh, anyway, they got married in a cemetery, they got married at Graceland Cemetery in Valparaiso, uh, Rhiannon Hilliard of Griffith and, uh, her now husband, uh, Dylan Ashmore, it's kind of a, a, sweet thing, so, um, the reason why they got married at Graceland Cemetery is because Rhiannon's grandmother had passed away and she wanted her to be there, so they got married, it's sort uh, in sort of, a lot of gothic Victorian sort of, uh, uh, aesthetic to it. They got married in between these two mausoleums. Um, uh, Joseph is a married man. Uh, uh, sorry, ladies. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Shout but, out uh, to my lovely and beautiful wife, uh, Meredith. Yes, <laughs> she's a lovely woman, uh, the great Meredith. Uh, Laura, uh, you you may be heading down the aisle at some point with your with your bow Halloween theme is that something you're thinking about? Is that does that factor
2: in?
1: I mean, it's a pretty darn good idea. I did go to a wedding last year that was over Halloween weekend, the weekend right before, and it was kind of masquerade themed to make up for you being at a wedding mm-hmm. on a baby party. So I mean, it's a cool idea. I, I thought the photos and all that turned out really neat. And I mean, if it's something that you dig, do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it,
0: it seems to be especially in the region. There are people. I I I tend to find there's two people in the world, especially up around here, people who really get into Halloween, (laughs) really, (market) like, really get into Halloween, and we work with a couple, and people who appreciate the holiday, but...
1: uh, I I uh, think I'm an appreciator.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, uh, some people will go uh, nameless in this podcast, but we work with someone, I work directly next to someone who gets, like, Really into it, like ask for the day off. Get into it. Um, so, uh, Joseph, I know you're already married. You know, if you and Meredith renew the vows, is, are we thinking the cemetery? Vow renewal,
1: yeah.
0: C- cemetery uh, <laughs>
1: renewal.
2: Well, I did do the. Um, I did a recent tour with the Hammond History Society at the uh, Oak Hill Cemetery Which in we had a story on, yeah. yeah, it was very, very lovely. Though those are very. Um, uh, beautiful places, they would have the, uh, you know, the mausoleums, the architecture is like very impressive, it's like, you know, stones like marble and everything, and it was carved by these very skilled craftsmen, and some of them are just quite beautiful and a sight to behold, and actually during the 19th century, I think, because I do, I would do the tours, oh, they have that famous cemetery down in Indianapolis, where when they originally built it, they thought it was a million miles from the city and it would be right. And now it's kind of considered in the Midtown neighborhood. The right. Crown Hill, I believe, yeah. Where Dillinger and some of the Vonneguts and some other famous people are buried. Benjamin Harrison and so forth. And they got a good skyline. But I guess during the 19th century, there was this like city beautiful movement. Where they really made a lot of these like uh, cemeteries just like really lovely places to behold. And people would actually go and picnic. Like, that was a thing to do before they had television and radio and everything. You go on a Sunday and you picnic at the, uh, you know, the cemetery. And also, and in the case of Indianapolis, they did it at the old Insane Asylum, the Seven Sisters one. Oh, where wow. they would, yes. They would watch the, uh, like, the loonies when they would be outside in the, um... Uh, I'm trying to use the language of the day. You know, in the... Uh, when they're outside in the... Um, uh, oh, you know, like... Uh, yeah, but they would take the streetcar out there and they would just watch Insane in People for their own amusement. Right. Like, it was, which is, it was, it seems Catholic pretty barbaric jealous. to us today. <laughs> right. But it was a right. completely different era. So. Because as you can tell by the
0: current climate in this country, <laughs> we've, 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 we've very much evolved since then as, as people. Um, But yeah, the one thing I appreciate about a, a Halloween, kind of an underrated... It does seem like there's a movement for weddings uh, that are Halloween-themed. You know, typically, you know, uh, you don't really see a lot of, like, Thanksgiving-themed uh, weddings. Or,
1: uh, you know what? Alger I Day. might actually do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Turkey for everybody. Yes, yeah. just <laughs> turkey. Enormous it, 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 turkey.
0: Just giant turkey legs for everyone, yes, like it's, like, yes. medieval times or, or something like that. <laughs> the thing I appreciate most about this wedding, though, is that they did it during a weekday. Um, so if I was a guest of this wedding, I would greatly appreciate that. Not wasting my Saturday or Sunday having to go to a wedding. So,
2: but the um, I want to say too that the goth kids I went to high school with would have totally been into this, especially since it was like Victorian. They really amped up the. I have uh, a
1: couple of friends who would have loved this and probably would want to do the same thing.
0: Yeah, uh, Anna, our 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 night reporter Anna Ortiz covered this and, and she didn't have a chance to stick around for the whole thing. I was kind of curious, like a if there was a reception, where was it? Was it strictly like Smiths and The Cure being played? Kind of <laughs> uh,
2: that, that, no, that was my wedding actually. I was the only thing I was entrusted with was the playlist, and I made an epic like Zach Braff like playlist. <laughs> 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 so, um,
0: but uh, you know, yeah. So I, I, I had a few lingering questions uh, about the wedding, but uh, you know, it seemed it seemed very beautiful. Uh, the weather cooperated for him, so. Uh, we're happy for the newly married couple, and
1: yes, congratulations! Uh,
2: uh, like I said, Laura, you know, take notes. You know, I, know, years, I know. You know, I know. I uh, wonder if they got a police escort though, from when they were going to the, re- or the cemetery oof. to the reception hall <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the little, <laughs> flags. With the little, flag, little flags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just crying. married. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, there's no good transition for this. I apologize. <laughs> uh, so um, we, we move from uh, love in a love in a cemetery to the highway to hell to a highway to hell where we're all headed um, uh, <laughs> every day, every Always. single day cannoning towards it. Uh, shocker. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, if you drive around the region, it will be a ridiculous pain in the neck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> More so than usual. More so than usual. Uh, Which
1: is what you say every time there's road work, but we mean yeah. it this time. Well,
0: this is sort of a perfect storm of stupidity. Uh, <laughs> so CSX Railroad announced that they were going to be basically shutting down. It's it, it staggered, but 22 Lake County Roads starting at 45th Street here near our offices uh, on uh, uh, by Wentworth. um which is now into, reopened. Which is now finally reopened. But uh, uh, So starting at 45th Street, working its way down all the way to Lowell. On top of that, uh, we have uh, NIPSCO, who announced recently that uh, they're closing an eastbound uh, lane of US-30 in Dyer uh, for a, a long stretch. Um, and as we know, these arteries, it's sort of like the human body. One clogs, it puts pressure on on the others uh how are we looking forward to this especially in north lake county where a lot of us do our traveling shopping and and working uh how are we how are we looking forward to this uh, fall and winter of our discontent laura i <laughs> am
1: going to petition governor eric holcomb to make the uh traffic cones the state tree <laughs> i think that this is appropriate at this rate it's a little obnoxious <laughs>
0: Now, now to be fair, so the, the eastbound US 30 closure—it's basically during the day. It's—I think it's from like six to six each night, but it's—it's uh, it's for a long. But
1: I mean rush hour, to right, rush right? It's—it's basically so, when everyone's on the road to yeah. begin
0: with. Um, so, and the, and this will this will cause clog ups that are every you know from it'll clog up Indianapolis Boulevard, it'll clog up Calumet, it'll clog up pretty much everywhere else. And then uh, just
1: give us a couple of stop trains in addition to that. Exactly, you know? anyway,
0: which, is, which is we have a, a thing coming up on that as well on trains.
2: Um, Joseph, Thank you to the Indiana Supreme Court, by the way for like, they struck down a law that allows them to find trains for right. basically blocking off because there was a town in, a small town in like somewhere downstate where it was basically split in half for like months because of the stop train and the state legislature then passed a law to you know, fine the companies to prevent this because it was a huge inconvenience to. I mean, it's almost like that Stephen King thing with the bubble, where the bubble comes <laughs> over the town or whatever. Like, you literally can't cross, like, to go to, you know, you're you just know, whatever. waving
1: at your loved ones across yeah. the street. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> but then, of course, the Indiana Supreme Court has to kowtow to the uh, big railroad interests and, um, y- you know, deny residents any kind of recourse at all if their entire lives are torn apart by these trains. And yeah. as we know in the region, this is a very common... Since we're in like, the biggest railroad hub in the United States. <laughs> here, right.
0: So, big railroad, is that just a bunch of guys with, like, monocles and <laughs> pocket
2: watches and top
0: hats? Top hats. I yeah. wonder, though, <laughs> technically, <Number one. laughs> if it's, like,
2: a model railroad, you're always, like, big railroad. And right, yeah, exactly. Scale, or, I don't know.
0: <laughs> um, so, anyway, so, yeah... Alright, that was is, a strange joke, I apologize. The, the, Cl- <laughs> the Cliffs Notes version of this is that if... You know, if if driving in the region is usually a six frustration-wise, at least until December when they expect this uh, project to be completed, it, it might be an eight or higher. Uh, plans of attack. I think one of the one of the things I love about living in the Chicago area in the region is uh, everyone has to sort of develop these like intricate, convoluted ways to get around things that you can't just go from point A to point B. It's got to you know, it's like. Uh, it's it's like oh, it's like an Ocean's Eleven like uh, scre- you know screenplay <laughs> trying to figure out where to go. Um, it, it, I mean, it, it's worth it though, right, Joseph? I mean, in the end, you know, we we, we live in a great area, so I mean, if, if you know, well, you, you deal with these hassles everywhere. Yeah. Like if you're
2: in L.A. Like, well, your or lives. Washington D.C. or it's actually not as bad here as it is no. with congestion and some. Like try to the the news was today like Alec Baldwin punched somebody over a parking space in New York City. Like, parking in New York City, like, right. you know, I'm surprised it's not a daily occurrence with the, um, <laughs> you know, with how bad the parking situation is there. So you deal with, like, these kind of hassles pretty much, like, anywhere you are. They're just, like, trade-offs in terms of, you know, if, if you want to avoid traffic or whatever, you have to live in a more rural area, and there's less to do, and it just all depends on your personal preferences and what you, you know, I don't know. So it's, like, you know, it's not ideal that you get, you can get cut off by, like, three trains, on your way to going to try to take the train into the city, but it just (laughs) happens... And that's the, you know. In the meantime, the I'm gonna
1: get, like, an inspector gadget-type vehicle where my wheels just extend and I can drive over everything. That's, yeah, <laughs> I've been, like,
2: lobbying for teleportation for yeah. years. I just, yeah. you know. Elon Musk, Like, go go, gadget, you? go! You should be able to just, like, go day trip to France, like, go to Paris, visit for a day, and then sleep in your own bed at night. You like can teleport. use map,
1: like, in the yeah. Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> Travel by map.
2: Well, I will say one thing that's a god... Oh, oh that, that is a good idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will say one thing that's a godsend, elite least uh, for me is are these all these traffic apps that you can use because i drive in from the city each day and depending on how it's going the borman can be an absolute nightmare on top of all these other sort of things so um thank you ways
2: uh, yes if you wanna, god
1: bless ways <laughs> if you
2: want to uh sponsor the podcast if, if someone from Waze is listening I was. Uh, I'll too. I make an observation about the Borman because I just drove out to La Lumiere to judge like the poetry contest or whatever last night, and it's like way out near the Michigan border in right. like rural Laporte County, and then Beautiful you know, campus. yeah. But you're on you're on ninety four. It's, yeah, lovely campus. You're very smart kids. They're all bright futures. I believe they produce like, John Roberts and Jim Gaffigan and people yeah. who are far more successful than I will ever be. <laughs> but, um, like, uh, you go on through the port, you know, pretty light traffic, Porter yeah. County. It was, for the time of night, it was going back. It was fairly light. You know, that's not always that way in Porter County. But once you cross into Lake County... All of a sudden, there are 5 billion semi-trucks <laughs> everywhere. And I just, like... It's like they just appeared out of nowhere. Like, and wouldn't they have way, been... Yeah. all through yeah. I-80 <laughs> in
1: Illinois.
2: <laughs> but we're all going in the same direction. So, right. like, how did they just all of a sudden 50 semi-trucks materialize map. out of, yeah.
0: and they <laughs> out of nowhere? Want, and they
2: all want to be in your lane. Yes. At the exact same time. <laughs> so well. I mean, we, have, we do have a lot of trucking companies, so there's that and a lot of manufacturing. But it's like, yeah, it was just... It was yeah. trippy. And <laughs> also,
0: uh, not to get too far afield here, just the... the You know, Old man yells at clouds sort of thing But uh, get off your phone People I'm seeing this more and more Lately you guys aren't good enough Drivers without having a phone In your hand don't text Hands free talking I mean there's a
1: setting you can use On your phone that will make it so If it's connected to your bluetooth It's turned off and useless It'll ring through your bluetooth and you can answer That way use it utilize it (laughs) And
0: also you're not that interesting so Get off the phone
2: Um, I would say, though, a lot of people do use it for directions now, and that is a good thing. Like, if you're just using it for the map function. Yeah, to know where you're going. I mean,
1: I do that, but I set it up before I drive. You can also pull over to set it up.
2: Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying, though, when you see people where they're holding their phone, it might just be for the map function. You know, not all the time. I've been running into, especially,
0: you know, I I work nights, hence the night editor uh, uh, title, uh, especially on the Borman and then the Bishop Ford. People looking into their phone. Yeah. Oh, looking okay. yeah. down at it. There's yeah. a difference
1: between holding it out, I think, yeah. for traffic. All, and also, go
0: out. to AutoZone or or O'Reilly Auto Parts. You can get a little magnet that you can stick on your dashboard. Boom. That you can put your phone on there. I am the least handy person in the world, and I was able to do it in less than a half an hour. Even I think the instructions say, like, two minutes, and it's done. <laughs> it took me 25, but still. So. Um... But anyway, so we'll. Those we'll, guys
2: are going to get hired at IKEA for. Uh, <laughs> that's <right. laughs> um,
0: so. Uh, that's it for the topic wise. We'll move on to sort of our lightning uh, potpourri suggestion round. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, if you Warning are. Warning: Lightning is relative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, on this flat Earth, uh, um, twenty under forty is a thing that the Times, I believe it, are the main sponsor of that. Is that is that correct? I or think one so. Of them? Yeah. Uh, We recognize uh, 20 young business people, uh, professionals
2: in the region. And a congratulations to That's a Region panelist. That's right.
1: Thanks, Laura guys. Lane. Laura
0: Lane is uh, the newest member of the 20 Under 40 Club. Uh, it's an
1: elite club. Uh,
0: she's taken it a little too seriously. We're not allowed to look her in the no. eye anymore. But uh, I made uh,
1: everyone sign a contract, yeah. a non-disclosure like, agreement.
0: It's, like, uh, it's like Howard Hughes where you have to use like, a, a squawk box to talk to her and she's just holed up in her office. <laughs> but, uh, which actually isn't an office. Which isn't an office. She's part of
1: the
0: bullpen, but... Laura, what do you got for the fine people to uh, hit up uh, upcoming events-wise?
1: Well, for starters, I want you guys all to download or update your nwi.com app. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, if you haven't downloaded it, if you're up Dating it, anyone who does this will be entered to win a $1,000, which is pretty rad. And also, it's just more convenient to use. It looks a little bit more like our website should be easier to navigate, which is something that a lot of people have been asking for. So definitely go ahead and do that as far as events go. I am the resident runner and uh, alcohol aficionado, so I'm going to promote the Dia de los Muertos stash this weekend. It's happening Saturday, November 3rd, 5.30 p.m. at Wolf Lake Memorial Park in Hammond. Go sign up for that. And then after you're done running that, head on over to Valparaiso for the charity Wine, Spirit, and Beer Tasting on Saturday. That's from 6 to 9 p.m. because, like I love to do run and then drink a little
2: that's right uh joseph all right i'll just keep it brief hopefully i will also do an alcohol recommendation (laughs) the um i haven't actually this is a blind recommendation i haven't been there i haven't tried the place but there is a new craft brewery down in lowell at the um if you're down that way there's the old old lowell watering hole and bub's bbq which is a bit of a cumbersome title but it's apparently like really cool like it opened in the former um a former uh, water plant that the town had run up until maybe like the nineties and has just been kind of sitting vacant and they kinda of rehabbed it and it's in this very unique historic structure. And then they've got obviously barbecue and several new craft beers. It kind of fills a void when the Route 2 from down there, the one with all those horrible controversial labels, they ended up closing. So now there's craft brewing down in South very South Lake County again. So if you're down that way, it probably might be a good place to grab dinner or whatever. And then also I'm gonna briefly recommend a great place to grab dinner is Octave Grill has the new location out in Chesterton. They used to be this ridiculously small space where they'd have the chalkboard and they there'd always be people waiting out on the sidewalk because it's like very excellent. It's these artisanal burgers where it's made with tall grass or tall yeah, I think it's tall grass beef from Bill Curtis, the legendary newsman Bill Curtis, now does grass-fed beef ranches and they have just excellent quality beef. They do a special burger of the month one. This one is like turkey themed. It's like they have put the whole Thanksgiving dinner basically on top of your your burger, but it's like this excellent gourmet stuff that you can get with like tater tots or a salad or whatever and they have an excellent craft beer selection. They also have the Chicago Handshake, the Malort with an old style. Um, old styles fine. Milord is like battery acid. Probably <laughs> worth trying once for your bona fides and your street cred or whatever. But maybe or not. Well, it's, it's okay yeah. if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I more of a. Jo- I think it was described in the Wall Street Journal as like a joke liquor or something. Like so. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's I won't judge jo-
1: you if yeah. you don't have yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. it. It's
0: very much not a joke because once you imbibe it, it it's not a joke.
2: <laughs> You'll never forget. You'll remember what you were wearing that day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, um, just very briefly, at the Lou Center for the Arts, they're fresh off that huge Andy Warhol exhibit they had that was a big draw, and they're constantly advertising on, like, Chicago NPR, and now they're back to another exhibit, and it features um, Corey Hegelberg. He's with the Miller Artist Residency in Gary, and he does some really excellent woodworking, woodwork-type uh, art, and it's worth checking out. He does a lot of stuff on, like, local history, like the Calumet uh, River Basin and stuff like that. And then... Um Oh, and then one last, uh, I'll make one more Chesterton recommendation very briefly. They have that O'Hara and, or, oh, is it Wilson and O'Hara Limited? But it's the bookstore in downtown Chesterton, which had been, it was one of Chicago's oldest bookstores.
0: no recommendations for this week. I will say this, however. Tuesday, November 6th, is Election Day, it's oh midterm. Is, yeah. uh, get out and vote, whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, a Libertarian, a Socialist.
1: Uh, even if you don't care, get out there even and Even if go. you don't,
0: g- get out and vote. Even if it's for one race you care about, a congressman. Uh, we don't have a governor's race in this midterm in Indiana, but we have a pretty contentious Senate race. Just uh, get out and vote. Plus, you can take the obligatory uh, – selfie with the sticker or the wristband you get when you vote and you can earn street cred among your uh, politically conscious friends. So, do it. Get out and vote.
1: Head to nwi.com slash candidates to find out all about the different politicians who are running in Northwest yeah, Indiana. They're submitting their surveys, all that. Check it out. Learn who you're going to be voting for. and
0: Yeah, it's so much easier nowadays to, especially like, like, like Laura said. We have a central place. You can figure out who you like, who you don't. They, they, you know, all the issues. There's no reason not to get out and vote. You can still vote early up until Monday at noon, I believe. So, yeah,
2: so you might want to do that if you want to avoid the lines, too, and everything. It's, yeah, it's, so, you know, I mean, you know, just it's, it's there are places all over Lake County. You can go to NWI.com. And I really recommend reading up on the candidates at NWI.com. I realize a lot of people go to vote like partisan, they vote with a straight party ticket or they go for the big races. That's why the presidential is always bigger. A lot of people might care most about the Senate race or whatever. But I really recommend, like, reading up and becoming educated on the down-ballot candidates because, like, for instance, school board races are nonpartisan. You don't yeah. – you can't just vote, like, whatever your party is on school board races. So it benefits – and these, what, the, what the school board does pro- probably affects you in like, your property values and everything, like, way more in the long term than whatever the senator does. Right. So, like, you really want to take the time to go to NWI.com or any other news source and become educated on um, – Become educated on uh, you know politics. local issues and what these people stand for. Just don't go in and just blindly vote. Right, like just because you saw a sign you know four weeks ago or because someone's or,
1: name sounds cool. Learn right. about yeah. these people. Yeah. Local politics is probably the most important. And we have
0: referendums on the ballot too, which you know uh, people are on uh, passionately on both sides. So get off get off your duff. You know that. American Idol, I sound like such an old man. Whatever reality <laughs> show you're watching, you, you can wait.
2: Anyway. And get off your phones, kids. That's <laughs> right. Just turn down that damn you oh, over. <laughs> you've, you've truly reached the... Uh, and get, and off get off my lawn. Phone. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta... yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right, You're going full Clint Eastwood on us. I know. I You're gotta. I, I gotta go home. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Uh, so with
0: that, uh, we're gonna call it uh, another episode of That's a Region. But
2: we ended it somehow. It's like the phrase or something. I think Jesse Thorne was saying like every good podcast needs like a signature phrase, and yeah. I don't really remember what ours is. But if there's one thing you can do on election day or whatever else, keep it region. <laughs>